Spencer Balper, the Timothy Bass, I'm Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of the program, making his monthly appearance, his monthly appearance in Fangraphs Audio, contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball and an inveterate hillbilly. It's Dane Perry, and Perry's the guest. And as in every other instance on in which Dane Perry has appeared on Fangraphs Audio, I present here a disclaimer, which is to say, if you have come to Fangraphs Audio looking for the same sort of crack analysis that appears in that site's electronic pages, do not continue. Now continue, please consider turning your attention to one of Dave Cameron's weekly appearances on the program, in which Dave Cameron analyzes all baseball. Here, you will not find one analyzing all baseball, but instead a sordid wretch composing improvised prayers to a fetid divinity. That is what follows. And what follows even more promptly is a message from the sponsor. The sponsor is SeatGeek, SeatGeek.com. SeatGeek is an invaluable service for those looking for sports and concert tickets. What they do is to pull tickets from multiple sites, that is to say aggregate them from multiple sites to present users with a wealth of options. And the site also allows users to set alerts so that SeatGeek can inform you when a ticket you desire falls to a desirable price. Even better, every ticket on SeatGeek is given a grade based on the value so you can exploit inefficiencies in the market, which is something you undoubtedly enjoy doing. And perhaps most notably, SeatGeek is always honest about the price, unlike other sites such as StubHub, which I'll say it like that. I'll say it like StubHub. SeatGeek shows you the full ticket price from the beginning to the end of the transaction and does not add any fees at checkout. For having listened to that sponsor's message, Fangraphs Audio listeners receive a rebate, a $20 rebate, and here's how you claim it. You download the free SeatGeek app. You go to the settings tab and click add a promo code. You enter the promo code Fangraphs. That's F-A-N-G-R-A-P-H-S, F-A-N-G-R-A-P-H-S. SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download that free SeatGeek app and enter the promo code Fangraphs today at your nearest leisure. With which utterance I have concluded the sponsor's message and bring you to something much more tedious and exhausting. What is it? It's Fangraphs Audio. Who does it feature? CBSSports.com's Dane Perry. And what does it begin? Right now. Dana, have you passed your morning? <laughs> Dane. <laughs> Do you think that's what it sound like when you die? Is that? Do you plan on going out like that? Yeah, I don't know. Regardless of the cause. <laughs> I actually had it in my head to uh, do that like 10 or 12 times Yeah. each time you tried to speak, but now I'm getting a little lightheaded. So. I think that's smart. You're not as young as you previously have been, Dane. You don't yeah. have the physical capacities, as you discussed. That was cardio, bro. <laughs> that was intervals. I did some interval cardio. How far can you bring the bro as... Uh, verbal punctuation, uh, by which I mean, uh, after what sentence? I mean, that was cardio, bro. That, that <laughs> yeah. that's that's chuckle worthy. Are there any other sentences you could end with, bro? I mean, um, uh, four score in seven years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's a it's pliable it's yeah. versatile yeah it is yeah. yeah it's a girl bro yeah congratulations yeah. i just died bro i just died bro yeah yeah, yeah. i got it at staples bro yeah right yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's terminal bro can't please my wife, bro. <laughs> yeah. So no. uh, are you a homeowner yet? Just do it. No. Let's get, the, let's get the real estate power hour section out of the beat. What do you mean out of the way? Yeah, that's true. What am I thinking? <laughs> this is uh, – here, I'll tell you in a second. I just – I would like to tell you – I would like to relate to you a slightly whimsical – it's not so much an anecdote. Okay. But a vignette. Was I was just eating here. I just, I just want to share this with you, Dane. Uh huh. It's a little thing that my wife and I do together that makes okay. us adorable. Okay. I was just eating an avocado. Okay. I like avocados because I think they're delicious and okay. they're also easy to prepare. You merely split it open. Right. You remove the <laughs> thing that's in there. What is that called? Pits. The pit. You remove a pit. Yes. And now oh, you have two little delicious cups of. Fatty fruit. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And I, uh, I will make fatty fruit. Fatty fruit. I will have it. I will have a two slices of bread, one slice of bread per half, and it's great. Now I want to tell you, avocado sandwich, sort of. Yeah, but deconstructed. Right, open face. <laughs> open face. Yes. Shut my own face. Yes. In French, the word for avocado is okay. avocat. A V O C A T. Okay. Um, now, what I recognized because I do not speak French well okay. is that when I saw, I forget which word I knew first, but the word for lawyer, Dane, <coughs> is also avocat, like oh, advocate, really? like advocate. Uh huh. I get it. Yeah. Around the house here, what I will sometimes say to my wife is, if I'm going to eat an avocado, I will say. Callie, I'm going to have a lawyer for lunch. Oh, I get it. Isn't it adorable? That is. Yeah. Yeah. This is the sort of thing that you get to, um, you know, when you're in your mid-30s and you don't have a child to love. Right. You got you to fill – you have to fill that uh, hollow space inside of you. Yes. Yes. And then pets definitely and, share it with it. Pets and jokes. Pets and jokes. Pets and jokes. Yeah. 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 You pouring a beverage, Dane? I'm having uh, uh, my second cup of coffee. Okay. Did you hand grind those beans? Hell no. <laughs> Hell Actually, are you still doing that, or have you wised up like I did? Well, I tell you, I don't know if I revealed the secret, Dane. Okay. Is that it, there is something I actually do enjoy about it. However, what I've learned is that a dark roast yeah. will grind almost effortlessly. Okay. While a lighter roast. Okay. Requires a ferocious amount of effort. Okay. Much more than I, I enjoy giving. <laughs> okay. Um, so it has definitely influenced my taste uh-huh. in coffee. I now like dark roasts much more than light roasts, and it's purely it has nothing to do with the actual uh, <laughs> scientific, you know, um, interaction occurring on the palate. Sure. It's just a really a question of uh, of effort. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, and so uh love dark roast now. <laughs> My favorite. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I can see that. I'm 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 partial to dark roast myself. 
Yeah, I think I think I am anyway. And I will tell you something. I put cream in it, and I don't care. Have we discussed this before? Uh, probably. Yeah, some... I put cream in the coffee. I love cream in the coffee. That's fine. That's yeah. fine. I love it. Cream hey, is good. I can talk to you about cream, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, Your husband's not going to make it, bro. I put heavy cream. Love it. On my breakfast. On your breakfast, Dane. Like as instead instead of milk. In lieu of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My uh, my wife likes trash water skim milk. Mm-hmm. But I prefer. Is that is that a local? Is that an Illinois brand? Trash water. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they distributed the alderman's office. <laughs> Ash water milk. Here you go, you miserable poor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So yeah. man, I don't I don't like it in my coffee. Uh I take it black. Uh but I'm not one of these who uh you know waves the battle flag uh and, and poo-poos those who uh put cream in their coffee. You know, on the topic sugar, of sugar is for awful people, yeah. Coffee, but cream is fine. On the topic like of latte. your your like latte on occasions is still okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you oh, want to explore that in further depth? What? Do you want to explore that in further depth, or is that just your Julius Meinl? Uh, no, I don't Julius know. Meinl has uh, lattes I quite enjoy, as does the Grind. Um. These are Chicago area cafes. Starbucks. I'm not through talking. <laughs> I find Starbucks lattes to be meh. Okay. I live in tantalizing proximity to a Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I find their lattes to be serviceable at best. Yeah. Yeah. But I do, you know, their coffee, they're just regular coffee's fine. So I, I consume quite a bit of it. Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, it's fine. You know, there are more Dunkin' Donuts than there are churches in, in where, where I live. I think I've heard that before. Maybe yeah. you know that. I actually don't know if that's a, if that's a real fact. I've it, it seems to be true as my <laughs> point. It sounds false. All right. There are uh, there there is a Dunkin' Donuts off of every highway exit along I ninety three, to the best ah. of my knowledge. I I, I live next to a uh, a. Uh, uh, Tripartite combo, uh, Duncan, Baskin Robbins, and gas station. <laughs> oh, they're all one and the same. That's, sure. that's, that's ambitious. Yeah, it's all in the same complex there. Uh, uh. <clears throat> Before conceiving of that business model, uh-huh. or, ju- or I should say moments after conceiving of that business model, do you think that, that its author, uh, um, yelled Eureka? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Okay. I think that it was the same person who came up with the Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, KFC combo, mm-hmm. which you occasionally spot in the hub airports of America. Yep, you do. He was the same one. Yum Brand. Yum Brands. John Yum Brand. <laughs> yeah. uh, <clears throat> my wife, uh, you know, well, we're getting very close to the to commencing upon the real estate power hour right now. Yes. Uh-huh. And I just want you to know at some point in this, con- in this conversation including right now, uh-huh. I will utter the word the words or the, I guess the word beadboard in with entire entire earnestness. Okay. And authenticity. Okay. However, 
my wife uh my wife came out of uh came into the living room the other day I should say uh-huh. and she said she said she uttered these words um without having provided any context before it all right she said Carson I don't know how I feel about the big all white debate <laughs> <laughs> and I said I said you should provide some context because I'm pretty sure we're against it <laughs> is this about Trump? Is that what uh, no, it is pointing to a uh, recent trend, which I'm guessing is also a an old trend as well, uh, just merely of painting your interior with a with a white color, with okay. a white a variety of white. Yeah. Um, but that's I would say that is the second most urgently discussed all white debate. Okay. <laughs> 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 is the point I would like to make out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, all right. I, you know, I like a little color. I don't, I don't like these dark, bright colors that kind of make rooms feel smaller. But I like a little, like a little color. Do you have, do you have any color uh, in terms of your interior? I nothing. Well, there's uh, two walls in the basement have chalkboard paint on them for use of the child. Yeah. Um. So he can spell words wrong. And right. then you can yeah. erase them out of embarrassment. Yeah. So I can survey his his, his scrawl and call him a mongrel. Yes. <laughs> Tell him to get back in his room. Yeah. yeah. Center is not spelt re in this country. Right. Yeah. It says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. I think I heard America. I got a mousy dog around here. Yeah. Um, we close on Friday to answer your question. Okay. Yep. How you feel about that? Mm, pretty good. Yeah, excited. Yeah, I've been staying. Uh, I think that I have been. I think I've been rather more responsible than I anticipated. More responsible and alert during the during the home buying process. Okay. Yes. For example, yesterday, uh, or sorry, two days ago. Yeah. We received our closing disclosure. Oh yes, okay. Which you know essentially uh, documents um, sure all the various expenses, the loan itself, and the attendant closing fees, etc. <laughs> and I happen to notice, I happen to notice uh, an error. I noticed an oversight. Some of the some of our credits had been omitted because you know, um, um, for example, the earnest money deposit. Okay. And uh, your the payment to the the home inspector. Those go towards the those are credited towards the closing costs. But a, a, something another uh, another fee for which we had paid up front was omitted from it. And so I you know I pointed out to our lender. All right. He got right on top of it. Yeah. Now did you like me? Uh, did you upon viewing the fee disclosure documents for the first time? Yeah. Did you first begin to grasp the sprawl of the American bureaucracy? Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's a lot, yeah, there's a lot going oh, on. It's little bites out of you. I want to say something is that our, the home we're buying uh-huh. is, is relatively cheap. Yeah. And so I find, I've found actually that I've not really been upset by, by much of what's going on in terms of expenses. Well, you should work on that. <laughs> yeah. For example, the, the how what is it? there are different ratios your front end ratio and your back end ratio yeah yeah uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah um, keep talking keep I'll talking. give you a hint uh, 
much like in real life, in uh, or much like uh, as might be. <laughs> There's a penis joke is what I'm saying somewhere right. in here. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just want to make that clear. I'll probably would have gone with a butt sex joke, but. Okay. Well, there's I think you, there's quite a bit to mine there. Sure. Um, but maybe, I think our front end ratio. Maybe a future episode will be the butt sex power hour. <laughs> the, uh, our front end ratio is rather low well. uh, rel- relative to the typical American home buyer. <laughs> and and I, it is not because. It is not because the income part is is, is particularly high. Right, yeah. <laughs> we occupy actually a very fortunate uh, place on the continuum from no. poverty to wealth. Okay. Because, you know, there are a couple of, of sort of uh, income thresholds. Sure. And we have situated ourselves just on the just on the favorable end of one of those thresholds. Okay, that's good. Where we would actually – it would actually be – we would actually have less money if we earned just like a like three thousand more dollars. Okay. Do, do you know Do you know what I'm talking about? I uh, you know I, I I'm aware of that in theory. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You. Yeah. It is. It's not. It's not a sliding scale. Um. Right. It's not like they insert your income into an algorithm. Rather, it's like you know if you earn more than this, you owe X number of dollars. But it's not. But it's it, it's unfortunate to be situated. Just over the threshold because you end up having to pay more. So yep. our proximity to the poverty line has has actually aided and abetted us <laughs> in this in this in this particular circumstance. Um, um, okay. So no, I actually say that the process has been it is not difficult so much as it is just a, a sort of an or uh, um, a feat of organization, I guess. Yeah. Right. You just have you, there's just a, a number of balls in the air that you must keep throwing back into the air. <laughs> why are you Google? Why are you giggling like that? Well, when you say something that can be taken as a double entendre. Oh, what did I say? Oh, balls in the air. Balls in the air. Yeah. Ah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Do you have you ever seen truck nuts on a pickup truck? <laughs> yes. Is that that's a thing? That's the thing. Yeah. Where? Yeah. Of all the places you have observed, or of all the places you've lived, where have you uh, seen them, in, uh, the highest per capita ratio? Well, I, I probably have only glimpsed them like once or twice. In your entire whole days. In captivity, yeah. yeah. They, they weren't a thing when I lived in Mississippi and Texas, which probably would have been the place to see them. Yeah. But I glimpsed one in southern Illinois. Which is, yeah, that's also a pretty good place to to observe that sort of thing. that's 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 truck nuts territory yeah. that's where the documentary stevie takes place and i don't know if you've seen stevie i i'm familiar with it yeah. yeah yeah stevie i mean we're giggling about it but it is horrific oh sure yeah. people are getting in so many different ways in that in that documentary hey hey Why? them's my people you don't need to tell me uh yeah some of them literally um, and then some of them just by the world, just by I mean by poverty. Yeah, it's a real. I that's a that's actually that's a that's a movie which, when I aspired to greater artistic heights. Yeah, those were the days. I I, I would have actively I actively pursued a documentary like that. However, well, if that were present, if the opportunity were presented to me now to to see that, yeah, yeah. I'd, be like, I'd be like, there has to be 
an episode of Parks and Recreation we haven't seen. <laughs> there has to be. Alternatively, watch. Let's watch them all again before before si- sitting down to watch this documentary. I don't feel like looking at poors. <laughs> well, I just don't. It's not looking at them. I want them to. I want them not to be poor. Right. You know, I want them to have to have all of the opportunity. <laughs> I want everyone to have equal opportunities. But to have their to have all of their respective ills laid out for you, item, item, itemized, <laughs> um, much like one finds in the closing disclosure. Yeah. Um, right. Um, but except, except their closing, to, the, the closing for them is prison. Right. Is prison or untimely de- death. Yeah. Yeah, either, either because of a farm implement yeah. or, or just shooting. Just shooting. Doesn't even require a gun. They can just get shot. Right. And that's only when they die in the body, not when they die in the soul part of their body, which happens almost immediately. Yes. When they survey their lives early on. Right. Yeah. Actually, Dane, uh, I have have plans to to read you some uh, more excerpts from Emile Choren's oeuvre later on. Okay. But there's one here that I was reminded of because we were talking about the pores, you know. The pores, yes. Here's an excerpt from uh, Mille Chorin's, uh well, in English, All Gaul is Divided, um, called in French Syllogisms de l'Amartume, which is uh, Syllogisms of Bitterness. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yes. This is, again, another uh, one-sentence delight from Emile Chorin. The beggar is a poor man, writes Emile Chorin. The beggar is a poor man who, impatient with adventure, has abandoned poverty in, in, or- in order to explore the jungles of pity. <laughs> One more time, the beggar is a poor man who, impatient with adventures, has abandoned poverty in order to explore the jungles of pity. <laughs> the jungles of pity. Yeah, the jungles of pity. I can sign on to that. I've actually uh, found the title for my next collection from an Emile Chorin. Uh-huh. Um... One of his uh, one of his aphorisms ends with the word "chaise imbecile." You know, like at the house of the imbecile. Okay. I think that's going to be the next title, "chaise imbecile." At the house of the imbecile. Yeah, you know, like you go to a French restaurant, it's called like sure. Cher Robert yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Chaise, chaise imbecile. Are you going to get a hand carved uh, plaque to put on your front door with that on it? Yeah. Oh, that is a great idea. It oh, is. I, um. <laughs> I'm still reticent to share the name, the actual name of the town. Okay. Uh, to which I'll be moving because you know how people are, and I'm, you know how people are though. Yeah. You know, just, you know, you ever met a person before? Yeah, they're, they're, they're terrible. They're terrifying. And I'm, I'm a person. Yeah. And I don't think you should tell me where you're moving oh. if you're, if you're out there. No. But I would like to send you, I've just sent you via Skype. The uh-huh. city flag for the city to which we're moving. Okay. Let me... Uh... And I want you to bruise it, and I want you to, to give it a grade of 1 through 10. Or 0 through 10. City through flag. 10. Okay. The city flag All right. of the town it, uh... in Maine. Don't describe it either. I'm not going to describe it, like, explicitly. But... Yeah, all right. Uh, it, looks, uh... <clears throat> it looks very clip-arty. 
Oh, that's ridiculous. No, I think it is. Well, it is. A, this is a computer image of it I've sent to you. Yeah. I think it's one of the. I think it's one of the top flags ever. It's fine. Ugh, you're you're terrible. Yeah. Uh, on that note, have you seen the city of Amsterdam's flag? No. Uh, would you like me to send it to you, or would you like to Google I, it yourself? Uh, let me Google it. Let me let me. Uh, it's time for me to grow my own wings here. <laughs> The city of Amsterdam's flag, I believe, is one of the top flags in existence as well. I think it's a great city flag. Ah, I don't know. That's that's uh, that's. Mm, that is an excerpt from from this the the city seal. It look, it, it's evocative of, uh, of Nazis. What the color? The black and the black and red. Yeah, and then the X is there. No, I think it's. I think. Well, I think you, one could argue that the Nazi symbol. And flag did a pretty good job. Uh, it's it's a solid flag. Yeah, <laughs> it's a solid. It is. It really unified people in their hatred. Yeah, it got them all together. Yeah. Yep. That's it's okay. I mean, it looks like uh, your, your feelings yeah. about flags are wrong, Dane. Objectively. No, I see. What? What's your good? What's a good flag for you? Shut your trash. You're going to say like South Africa or something because Wyoming, I love apartheid. I mean, Wyoming has a good flag. Wyoming. Yeah. What about Colorado? I want you to look up Colorado. I know. I'm familiar. Look, I almost power ranked state flags on Twitter. <laughs> you, don't need to, you don't need to come at me uh, <laughs> trying to act as though you're on the on the state flag. Too. I would like, I would like you, the first each of the members of your that were your ancestors <laughs> who first who took dirty who took dirty boats. <laughs> Filled with, <laughs> filled with, with rats, uh-huh. and feral dogs, and de- dead people, dead human corpses, uh-huh. and who landed here disheveled and dirty, with, with merely t- a tuppence in their pocket, and I would like you to say to them, listen, bro, I almost ranked, I almost. Power rank. I almost summoned the energy to power rank the flags of of this union. Yep, that's right. That's right. (laughs) I almost ranked them. Listen up, ancestors. (laughs) All gave some. Some gave all. How much did you give? All. (laughs) I had an urge... To tweet about state flags. Yes. Yeah. Build me a monument in the town square. No, I, I will perfect this Wyoming flag for you, and it's take out the seal in the middle. Take out the great. Uh, that, yeah, that's a reasonable. That's a reasonable suggestion. I think. I think one. I think one um, tenet of good flag making should be yeah. e- even a poor draftsman or draftswoman. Mm-hmm. Should be able to more or less recreate it with pen and paper. Yeah. And I think, I think, I totally agree with you. I think this Wyoming flag without the seal in the middle would be a, <clears throat> would be a beautiful flag. Remove yeah. the seal. Everyone gets it. Mm-hmm. It's not like all the states are clamoring after having a buffalo on the flag, but they own it and that's great. Yeah. I think I, the Colorado yeah. flag is also good. Uh, you know, it's fine. It doesn't, uh, it looks like, 
It looks like a sports team flag, uh, you know, which I guess is fine. Yeah. But it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, um, I don't know, it doesn't evoke the uh, majesty of statehood. Uh, what about, what do you, how do you feel about the Arizona flag? Arizona. Oh, is that the one with the, uh, the star and it has sort of coming out? It's fine. You know, I think Alabama's is creepy. <laughs> I, I I am I am. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh oh. Yeah, there is something. It just, yeah, it's, it, it, just it's just. We uh, don't have time to design a flag because we are too busy crushing those who disagree with us. It just looks like. Yeah. It's just like it looks like a not allowed sign. Yeah. <laughs> Which I guess is okay. Yeah. yeah it kind of works. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, you can't. You can't do that here. That's the state motto. Ah. <laughs> uh, not, not so much. Yeah, yeah. I it's like, also patterned uh, after the Confederate battle flag. I like Maryland's flag. Yes, I vaguely remember liking Maryland's well, it's, flag. Well, it's 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 become. More, oh yes, yes. It's busy, but I like it. Yeah, I, I I agree there. I the I don't know what these designs are in the upper right and lower left quadrant. The, it, um, yeah, yeah. It's like a keyhole is how I would describe it a bit. But um, that, that, I think that that's a weakness to it. But I also like how it is incorporated uh, into various uh, you know symbols in pop culture too. Okay, Rhode Island's uh, looks like the emblem of children's clothes. <laughs> that's what I think about Rhode Island. Oh yeah, like a little like a little sailor's outfit. Yeah, like like you know like something you dress your <coughs> two year old son in for Easter pictures. Right. Yeah, it's a trash flag, is what I'm saying. <laughs> South Carolina's looks like the cover of a children's book. Okay. Which is fine. That's not a criticism. I think it's fine. Okay. I like Ohio's, because it's uh, not rectangular, necessarily. You were just looking at a page of all the flags. Right? Uh, I have a number of them generally committed to memory. Oh, you do? Yeah. Not all of them. Is this when you were on route, uh, Dane, to almost power ranking? Well, it led up to that. I mean, I, I, I have surveyed state flags uh, on occasion mm-hmm. when uh, I didn't feel like doing something more pressing. Yeah. So I have uh, – I, I got some in the spank bank. Uh, what is – that's a gross term, isn't it? It is, yeah. Doesn't that mean that what you call like a uh, – what is it? Those semen depositories? What are they called? <laughs> No, it's like you have a memory and you put it in your head for future use during uh Yeah, why do you just say memory, Dane? Happy solitaire time. I still think the Amsterdam flag is quite good. The what? Amsterdam oh, nah, it's, I, it's, it's just, it is what it is. That's mm-hmm. what I say about that flag. Okay. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's better than Rhode Island's and Alabama's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you say? Would you describe yourself as steadfast supporter of tautology, Dane? <coughs> what? Of tautology? Tautology? Know. That's when you say a thing is what it is. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. Well, I would just call that tautology. What did I call it? Tautology. <laughs> tautology. I want to tell you something uh, that I did this past weekend with my wife. Um, yeah. Oh, hey! All right, let me. For the first time ever. Oh wow! This long. I went to I went to a Lowe's Home Improvement Center. Yes. On purpose. Okay. And we went for no specific reason, except to take a leisurely stroll 
and I was captivated against my own will, really, yeah. for the yeah. entire duration. Yeah. We just must have spent an hour. Just to admire the family of products. I spent at least 15 minutes looking at various soils. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, um, dedicated no little time to the, uh, the the area of the store that featured pendant lighting. Uh, was able to uh, uh, was able to decide which brand of engineered hardwood I most liked. Let me let me let me ask you this: If at any point did you and your your bride wander into different sections of the store, and then you went and retrieved her to say, "What do you think about this in X?" <laughs> Did that happen? Uh, no, it didn't. Uh, okay. In uh, no, although we did find a pair of shelves. Come here, I'd like to show you something over here. Yes, I did say that. Okay, All I right. did say that. Okay. What do you think about this flooring? We did okay. some. We did some real good work in flooring. Hey, I'm going to pause for one second because there's a hornet about to come in an unopened, uh, an open window. One sec. It's fine. Right there. Hope it stings you. If it stings your soul. Okay. It's your loins. Yeah, it's yeah. sting your loins. It's sting your little. No. 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 It sting your hashtag pecker. Landed right on my truck nuts. <laughs> Watch out for that. I believe. Uh, what is the what is the implication of the truck nuts? This is a boy car. I recall having a. Uh, I, I guess just you know you got balls, brother. Mm-hmm. You know. You got some got some danglers. Yeah. Got some. Uh, Clackers. Okay. Uh, I, I recall having a conversation with uh, a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which friend. I suspect it might be a certain one, but talking about marketing like baseball caps with truck nuts under the bill. <laughs> and like these would be suspended by, you know, string or something. So like sudden movements and they would like dangle and kind of slap you lightly in the face. Would you sell those at SEC football games? <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told you this. I had an uncle. I, well, I have an aunt and uncle who live in Alabama. And uh-huh. that uncle worked for some time for Sheffield Oil. Okay. And then he went off on his own. And for a while, his job was to sell. And I love, I, lo- I love this guy. He's very funny. He's very, uh, um, he has a very, he's, he's well acquainted with his own limitations, which I think is the best sort of person. Okay. Um, yeah. his job was to go around and sell all of the things you find near the cash register at a convenience okay. store in Alabama. <laughs> like jerky and, uh, Jerky and like those, like in like all the fake, um, you know, like fake Viagra type of herbal oh, remedies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Tr- like those drugs that kill teenagers yeah. somehow. Legal trucker drugs. Yeah, and the uh, like, you know, various shirts it says <laughs> like, like uh, I left my better wife at home or something like that. Or, <laughs> I don't know what they say. Obama. What was it? What? Hmm. I think he'd retired before then. Okay. Anyway, my point is he sold all those things and he would sell them. He would go down to Panama City Beach and sell some of those things on the the beach as well. Redneck Riviera. Yeah. 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 I I, I, uh, spent my senior trip in high school uh, in Panama City. No, no, never mind. Fort Walton. My bad. I actually, I spent a couple of uh, vacations. 
at uh, Panama City Beach, for example, uh, which which you may know as the home of Shuckums. We Shuckum, you Suckum. Okay. You get, uh, yeah. Clams there or steamers. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Oysters, perhaps. Yeah. I also went to what is it, Shipwreck Island or something? Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, which is a water park in the Panama City area, and I will tell you, I uh, received a distinct pleasure there. I, I, I and I did not. In looking back on it, I realized what was happening. Mm-hmm. There was an announcement that went out over the speakers that, uh, in the voice stated that a bikini top had been found at the bottom of one of the water slides. Uh-oh. And I was so excited okay. because, um, I mean, actually, not much different from now. But Sounds to me like the bikini inspector wasn't doing his job. <laughs> um, I have since gathered I think this might be a staple of their entertainment, daily entertainment, is to announce that a bikini top has been found. That's That's wholesome entertainment. Yes. Oh, also... Uh, yeah. When at Shipwreck Island as an eight-year-old, um, I almost drowned in the wave uh, machine, and uh, <laughs> they were forced to shut it down because I had wandered too close to the wave maker and uh, was on the verge of drowning. Yes. yes. Yeah. They had to uh, – they, they, um, I heard the whistle. Well, first I was being, I was being bullied by the giant waves. Bullied. <laughs> <clears throat> Um, uh, I was, I had lungs full of water. I heard the lifeguard blow his whistle Uh and then they stopped the machine simply to retrieve me from the deepest waters of the wave machine. Did everyone boo you? Wave pool. No, but I think they're like, ugh, lame kid. Dick. And then I had a vanilla ice cream and a waffle cone. All right. So really the perfect end. Uh, during that senior trip of mine to mm-hmm. Fort Walton. Fort Walton. Now, where's Fort Walton? Walton Beach, just over the Alabama line in Florida. Okay. Um, smoked a joint. You oh, know. okay. And I think it may have been laced with cocaine. Okay. Because after that, I smoked a pack of cigarettes in about 45 minutes. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, it was. It was horrible. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, to what degree did or did not your youth resemble the youth uh, experienced by the the principal characters in Richard Linklater's Dazed and Confused? It's not that's not entirely inaccurate. Is it okay? Did you ever did you ever go to a well attended party out by the water tower? Uh, there was a lake that we would park at. Mm-hmm. Um. In this lab, there was also, uh, I think that probably this guy Ronnie had a farm just outside town. <laughs> Ronnie sounds great. Yeah, Ronnie's farm. <laughs> and he would on occasion, probably two or three times a year, have a big party out there. And that was probably the closest thing to the water tower party. And it was fun? It was fun. And there would inevitably be a couple of fights. Yeah. Did did your parents know you were going out to Ronnie's, <laughs> Ronnie's farm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this I mean, I, I you know what? Tonight I would like to abandon responsibilities and go to a party at Ronnie's farm. <laughs> hey, here's the question. Do you want to go do you want to go and when you arrive, do you want it to be 40 45 year old Ronnie or do you actually just want it to still be 18 year old Ronnie? I mean, when like- you arrive I'd like to kind of go back in time, I guess. Okay, yeah. 
But do you want to be your age then or your age now? Well, then I'd like to be my age then with some of my wisdom and uh, and uh, uh, know-how that mm-hmm. I currently possess. Yeah. Because I think I could score more easily. <laughs> so what you're saying is you would use your one trip in a time machine yeah. to go back to a party at Ronnie's Farm. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Or, I mean, we, we'd also do bonfires on the beach and that, you know, sort of the same thing. So at a party like that, who was most likely to get his ass beat? Who? What do you mean? At a party, at like a party at Ronnie's farm or, or bonfire on the beach. Was there one kid who was most likely to get his ass beat or, or was there another kid maybe who was most likely to beat ass? Um, I don't, it was sort of self-policing that if you were likely to get your ass beat, you probably wouldn't show up. Right. Okay. okay. Like you, you wouldn't do well. <laughs> I would have. And prob- yet, and somehow, somehow that's a compliment. I would have probably punched you just to save you a worse beating. Dane, you, we are adults, and you punch me whenever we see each other. I know. That's just to keep. That's just to you know keep other people from doing something worse to you. Okay, a preemptive beating. Uh, so I'm I'm ready for my thank you. <laughs> no, I don't. No, it's not. It's not like there were like you know mass brawls breaking out all over the place. But you know what happens when the idiots get together and they're seventeen, eighteen. You know. You have any idea what, uh, how Ronnie is occupying himself these days? Uh, he's I'm Facebook friends with him, mm-hmm. and he uh, he's very tan and seems to like. Uh, like the scene, such as it is. Okay. I think he's a divorcee. Okay. Yeah. So it seems to be, you know, I, I, uh, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a predictable story arc, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As, as, does he now? Does he own the farm now? I don't think. I think it was his parents. I don't. I have no idea. And was it a working farm, or did you just use it as a? Probably just. Uh, Hunting, I would imagine. Not, it wasn't like there were subsistence farmers or something. I mean, I think they did pretty well. Right. <clears throat> so how would how would news of how would the announcement regarding Ronnie's party at the farm, like how would that information be disseminated? It would, you know, make the rounds Thursday or Friday during school. Okay. People are like, hey, you going to Ronnie's? Oh, Ronnie's having a party at the farm? Yeah. At the farm? Yeah, we're going to go up to Ronnie's at the farm. Yeah. That kind of thing. What was the legal limit in Mississippi at that point? Blood alcohol limit. Oh, I have no idea. Well, how many of the young people driving away from the party do you think were in excess of it? Uh, I'd say a comfortable majority. Okay. You know? Yeah. Things were different then, Sicily. All right? You know what? Things are different now. Can I tell you one way that things are different now, Dane? I'd like for you to, yes. I recently Googled this term. I inserted this term into a Google search window with quotations around it so as to um, discourage any other stray results, search results. Okay. I understand. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Industrial chic mailbox. (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, C-H-I-C? C-H-I-C, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Industrial chic mailbox. Mailbox. I'm, I'm familiar with industrial sheep. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Is it is it corrugated? <laughs> I, I, um, I, yeah, I'd fallen into a uh, into a. You describe home, it as brushed chrome. Home improvement abyss, and yeah. that that actually looking it up knocked me out of it a little bit. My it, it was a part of me that was observing this first part. I was like, dude, dude, <laughs> dude, 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 no, no. You can now, think you, it. You uh, can think have it. You, you discussed with your bride whether you like the font of the house numbers in your house. We've talked about the font numbers we do like occasionally. Well, well yeah, like we'll walk by a new home. Or, I mean, uh, like on the property you're going to buy. He said, "Why?" Well, I'm not sure if they're featured prominently. Actually, I, they might just be on the mailbox. Okay, all right, that's fine. That's fine. Could I attach numbers to brick? If how would I do that? Just get like. Screws that are designed for brick. Oh, that's easy enough. I mean, you have to drill a hole in it, and then, but it's yeah, it's not like you can get like a you know, it's almost like a drywall anchor, except it's for brick, and it'll hold it in there. I think I would like the look of that. Maybe an industrial industrial chic address number mm-hmm. uh, set against red brick, red clay brick. Uh, yeah, as long as there's contrast enough for proper visibility. Sure. Yeah, I'm thinking. You don't want your pizza going up the road. <laughs> right? No, I don't. I don't. That's true. Yeah, that's actually, that's that's actually written in the what? Bible. If there's <laughs> not good visibility on those house numbers, you better stay the hell on the beats tracker. <laughs> so you know when there's a situation. Yeah, well, you got to develop a relationship with your delivery man. Yeah, I thought that. So he knows where to bring it. you got to use technology, my man. Pizza yeah. tracker. Oh, this would be a perfect time to, to note how SeatGeek.com, our sponsor SeatGeek.com, uses 21st century technology to provide a, a view from the seat uh, uh, the, at which you're looking. Okay. Here's my challenge to you, Sestilly. All right. Next time you dial up some dominoes, mm-hmm. I want you to make a GIF of the pizza tracker the entire time. <laughs> Just I want, to, I want to see a GIF of the entire pizza journey. I've actually never used the pizza tracker. Oh. Is it only dominoes or of other... I don't know. I've used National it once. Trials. I've used it once at a hotel in Memphis. Was it delightful? Uh, one pizza was fine. The other one was garbage. I think there. I think it's possible to know too much, Dane. To have too much information. Yeah, yeah, dude. That pizza tracker. I I lived when that I lived in Seattle. Fun. After my sophomore year in college, and I was taking a year off, I lived in Seattle, and I I lived. With a young man, a couple years older than me at that point, a young man who, uh, named Jr., who had trouble. Huh? I think he popped me in the jaw at Ronnie's farm. <laughs> Jr. was an aspiring filmmaker, which, but the way it mostly manifested itself was he had like a half-read book by Harmony Corinne hanging around the house, okay. and he smoked a lot of weed. Um, right. He he would. On his way out to various deliveries, he would just stop by our house and smoke <laughs> weed and then go deliver pizzas. <laughs> I said, Jerry, are you working tonight? And he's just full uniform. Yeah. He's like, uh, yeah, I forgot something. And I was like, I think you're going to forget a lot more before the night is over. <laughs> I mean, there's sort of an assumption of risk when you order food that your delivery driver is going to stop off for a bong hit. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think everyone knows the deal. 
<laughs> everyone's everyone's okay with it. You think? <laughs> I think we all realize the transaction involved. It's not the worst drug your delivery man could be using. They should have they should have like a little bong icon on the pizza tracker. <laughs> well, it's on the way, but maybe not as soon as you thought. <laughs> Show a little detour like it's headed to your house, and then whoop, whoop. Yeah. I stop off at Charlie's. <laughs> He's um, watching anime. Got the ball out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he did like anime. <laughs> of course he did. He had a very responsible girlfriend, though. Hey, man, we all need those. She was still she was still an undergraduate, actually, but okay. Yeah. She did. She was. A, she was. She she liked him. But I think that, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, there was some, some pity was involved in it as well. Really? There was an element of, not, it would be the way that happens between people, and uh, I'm probably generalizing here, but I think that in particular, men can seem helpless in a way that makes them attractive. Um, All right, I got to interrupt you for a second. Okay. I cannot provide proof of this. Uh, because I could potentially offend someone uh, who I cannot afford to offend. <laughs> but I received them an email, non-ironic use of the phrase power hour. <laughs> I don't expect you to believe me. It's a little too convenient, but I just want you to know. Well, you, you just received this email. Yes. And I really want to tell you the full title because <laughs> it's, it's outstanding, but uh-huh. I, I can't. What if I bleep it? All right. Okay, go. Power out. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know either. The thing about a phrase like that is it clearly has it clearly resonates strongly with someone someone knows what what that means. It is a call to damn action. <laughs> Now is that a is that an area meetup or something? I'm not saying any more about it. Okay. I'm have you ever have you ever utilized meetup.com names? Stooley, I've already said too much. <laughs> already said too much, Stooley. Haven't said enough. Michael Stipe would argue, isn't it? What do you? I think losing my religion. REM from REMs out of time. Yeah, I'm, uh, I was, I was, yeah. You must have, you might have been in college when that album came out. Uh. I'm trying to remember. I was big in the REM in high school and college, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Out of Time was the real introduction. It was a big album. The big album. I, I, think, I think Document was kind of a breakthrough. And then they sort of, yeah. Does Document have Stand on it? No. Oh, that song. Well, it has, that's a big hit, Dane. I do not like that song. No. Okay. Maybe that was Green. I don't know. Maybe it was Out of Time. I can't remember. Anyway, fair enough. Yeah. I like uh, I like uh, Murmur. Is that another album? Yeah, it's an early one, and I like uh, I like Life's Rich Pageant. Oh. What was it called? Life's Rich Pageant. Okay, that's great. It's right. not a good title, but the album's pretty good. Yeah, so I'll, I'll ride or die for Murmur, though, Stooley. <laughs> now the vehicle in which you're riding. Yeah. Does that feature truck nuts? You better believe it. Okay. <laughs> dirt bike with truck nuts. 
<laughs> a dirt bike with truck nuts. <clears throat> That's I'm great. Wearing my hat. Wearing my truck nuts hat. Now, is there now in many states, Dane? It's possible to acquire an alternate license plate. For example, for example, yes. right? So, for example, in New Hampshire, you can get a license plate that has <clears throat> it's. It looks very similar to the other one, except it has the emblem of the New Hampshire State Parks Department on it. And I think you pay extra for this, but you also receive a free entry into New uh, New Hampshire State Parks. Everyone okay. wins. Everybody wins, I'd say. Is there? Do you think an alternate license plate for the state of Mississippi that either features an image of truck nuts or alternatively <laughs> is actually just a pair of truck nuts with your license plate number emblazoned upon it. My God, there should be. <laughs> yeah. With proceeds going to the uh, Truck Nuts Foundation. I want you to imagine a Venn diagram in your head, yeah. Dane. Okay. okay. One circle represents that portion of the vehicle-owning public um, who have a vehicle with truck nuts on the back. Okay. I'm uh, well, truck nuts Googling here. Okay. The other circle is occupied by those people who have a – what are those um, – adhesive stickers, adhesive images, like plastic adhesive images on the back window of their pickup truck of Calvin peeing – and looking back at you <laughs> with a smirk. Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. Peeing on either the Ford or Chevy logo. Right. And so what I would like you to do is give me a sense of the size of the area in which those those populations intersect. Uh, you know, there's I, I would imagine there's significant overlap there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever had yourself I've seen I have seen uh, that image of Calvin with exposed truck nuts. <laughs> have you uh, have you ever attached any sort of bumper sticker to any of the vehicles you've owned? Uh, I'm sure I have. Yeah, but you can't remember specifically. I, you know, I I, I had a uh, uh, Mondale. How many? <laughs> yes, yes. At my Stevenson. Yeah. Um, I had uh, a few vehicles ago. I had like a sports bumper sticker, but I think a Cardinals bumper sticker or something. Mm-hmm. I, I never. I, I didn't. I didn't really have any calls to action on my uh, mm-hmm. bumper. Right. You know? I wasn't very passionate about things to that extent. So, uh, yeah, I, I've probably had some sports bumper stickers over the years. I recall uh, putting a couple of uh, Ole Miss bumper stickers on my mom's car when I was uh, younger. So, on your mom's car? Yeah. Had you inherited that car from her, or did you just? No, I mean when I was like thirteen or something. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> you're not you're not wading into political waters, though. More those of team allegiance. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I. What about pithy uh, bumper stickers? The hell, I have a a message, a humorous message. No, those are dumb. No. Uh, people also ask. This is from my Google search of truck nuts. <laughs> Google, of course, provides this little call-out box. People also ask, mm. what states are truck nuts illegal in? Oh, they're illegal in certain states. Or are they? I'm about to give you the explanation. For sure. lo- yeah. <laughs> the infamous truck nuts have <laughs> now... <laughs> they are infamous. <laughs> the villainous truck nuts <laughs> have now been deemed illegal in Florida, which is just... Come on. 
Come on. Should be the fount of truck nuts. It should be on their state flag. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna Photoshop that. <laughs> Florida state flag, truck nuts. Love it. Do it. Actually, it should be on it. Like there should be a whole block of states that have truck nuts on it. Like you know, there's like I don't know, 15 states that have the cardinal as a state bird. Why can't they all have truck nuts on their flags? I want to tell you, the state of Maine. Dane has not only a state dessert, blueberry pie, but it also has a state treat, which is a whoopie pie. A state treat. A state treat. (laughs) Don't, hey, don't try to have that for dessert. That is a treat. I expect a a more solemn look on your face when you have the state cookie. (laughs) I'm going to finish reading this for you. Yeah. The infamous truck nuts have now been deemed illegal in Florida. <laughs> infamous truck nuts? That is a Blake Shelton cover band, Dane. I want you to appreciate the phrasing of this. Yeah. Uh, now been deemed illegal in Florida and are punishable with a measly $60 fine. If you remember, Virginia was working on enacting a similar bill that would make displaying the genitals <laughs> a misdemeanor punishable with a $250 fine. <laughs> Displaying the genitals. Do you think that this has occurred in Florida and Virginia because it's necessary to pass legislation? (laughs) 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 Otherwise, they would just be ubiquitous, hauntingly ubiquitous. It's, you know, it is, uh, (laughs) it would be extremely Florida to have a lot of people who, uh, Use truck nuts, yeah. While simultaneously having a lot of people who are outraged by truck nuts. <laughs> Dane, the does the prospect of global warming and the, and the uh, corresponding rise of the of the world seas does it become less frightening to you when you look at perspective maps of the United States? Um, you, you know, suffering the worst slings and arrows of the rising seas. Mm-hmm. Does it become less haunting for you when you realize that Florida is really receiving the brunt of it? <laughs> Does it? I mean, it's the place should not be inhabited by people. Mm-mm. I mean, you've got all these beasts wandering around that yeah. want, want to kill you. You've got it's a magnet for natural disasters, mm-hmm. sinkholes, hurricanes. North Florida has tornadoes. I mean, come on. My, but, yeah, no, you know, obviously. Well, okay, hold on now. Hold on now. Hold everything. I'm looking at truck nuts on Amazon. <laughs> I want, first of all, and this I think we can all agree is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, you have racially diverse truck nuts. That's great. Yeah, that is. <laughs> now, and customers who bought this item also bought. <laughs> all right. Yeah, not a book, I bet. Okay, here's a sampling. Yeah. Nutlock and shackle to hang your nuts. <laughs> needed. Yeah. Brass balls key ring. Bull ball chrome keychain. Flesh combo truck nuts, 8-inch and 2-inch nuts package. <laughs> Wait, what is the smaller one for? For your keychain? <laughs> it has an image of the smaller one next to the large one. 
They're both veiny. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, hold on. Danger. Driver has huge testicles bumper sticker. And the bumper sticker says, danger, and call to action red. <laughs> Driver has huge testicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does it say do not, like, do not follow, and then it just says the Alabama flag? <laughs> <laughs> the truck nuts are, the. It's, it's showing a picture of the Gadsden flag snake with nuts. <laughs> I would like um, – I, I think it's interesting you bring up the – got to send you the image of the truck nuts combo package. <laughs> I think it's interesting to consider the, you, the, veiny, the veininess quality, the, um, <laughs> the, uh, the – what is this called? The uh, – well, it's – you know, it's uh, the resemblance to – to the actual physiological. Are you sending these? I am. By what by what format? I'm going to try to do it by Skype. I'll, okay. This is, this is perhaps above my pay grade. Is it physio- physiologically accurate? Is that what you say? Physi- oh. <laughs> 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 oh, those are not. I usually imagine this is a flesh-colored truck nut. <laughs> well, the tiny one for the keychain, maybe. Yeah, and you can really. Or you really get a sense of the weight of the testicles themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they're, dang, they're dangling clackers. Yeah. yeah. I usually just imagine it, it's usually like a stainless steel that I usually see. Yeah. Well, this is one's for your son's tricycle. And then <laughs> one is to wear like an amulet around your neck. <laughs> Do you think that um, there should be... Oh, well, are we, can we agree that we're calling this truck nuts power hour? <laughs> no. <laughs> we cannot agree with that. I think that, uh, well, first of all, to the best of my knowledge, no, none of our listeners in Virginia or Florida would be allowed to listen. <laughs> except do well, they, they might they, be willing to pay the fine. If they're willing to pay the fine. We'll set up a PayPal link. Yeah, can we get a Kickstarter going so that so that our listeners in Virginia and Florida can listen? That's Power Hour, five hundred one C three. Oh boy! Yeah, <laughs> I'm almost tempted just to get one of these and put it on our our urban Subaru. And just <laughs> See if my see how long it takes my wife to notice. <laughs> Here's a question, Dane. Yeah. My wife and I, about a year and a half or two years ago, we bought a brand new washer and dryer. We bought a nice front load washer, and we bought a one of the cheapest um, dryers that's made because uh, my research suggested that quality mattered a lot more with regard to the washer than the dryer. Okay. This house into which we're moving features, or it uh, it has a washer and dryer as well. Older models, though, both top loading, and I would say not as energy efficient. Probably, I mean, certainly, the, I mean, we're talking about the washer, certainly. And um, but <clears throat> but because the house is already already houses them, I'm tempted. I'm tempted merely to sell 
our washer dryer now. And okay. just have some have a have a local person here uh, just take them away. Yeah. Do you think that we should move them to our new home and sell the washer and dryer at the home to which we're moving, or should we just sell the ones we currently own? Just sell the ones you currently own. And why do you say that? Sounds easier. I think it sounds easier. Yeah. And I would absolutely do that. Oh, well, i got to be honest with you. I wasn't entirely listening to your question. Okay. Because I was reading customer reviews. <laughs> are there any? I might, I might share a couple with you. Are there any? Yeah. Are there any illuminating ones? Yeah. Uh, these are for the flesh combo truck nuts, eight inch and two inch nuts package. <laughs> okay. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent delivery time. Highly recommended. Five stars. Great product. <laughs> Looks like real nuts hanging from my neighbor's car. <laughs> now, that person has taken the page from the book you were suggesting, yeah, which is the... I'm not, you know... The clandestine... <laughs> five stars. Two sets of nice hangers. <laughs> one for show and one to go. <laughs> Five stars. Yeah. Yep. They are big plastic nuts. <laughs> I don't know what. What is the last, rating? Here's the last review. Okay. Five stars. Nice. <laughs> What's the? What is the rating? How how could it be justified to give anything less than five stars? This is a product that. To borrow a phrase from Dane Perry, is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should check out. Okay, we've got 93% five stars. Okay. 4% two stars. Mm-hmm. 3% one star. Let me see what a one star is, see if there's anything worth sharing. <laughs> Let's just say our lone one star review is very much worth sharing. <laughs> You know what? I might share this with you because I'm not sure you're going to believe me. <laughs> Screen cap. Wait. <laughs> Wait, are you not allowed to say it out loud? No, I am. But it's, uh, I, mean, I might just let you read it. <laughs> so I'm going to. A lot of suspense here. Yeah. Why, why is this something that makes sense for me to read and not you? Because I just, I, I kind of want you to just to experience it. <laughs> So I've been sent an image. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a one-star truck nuts package review. <laughs> Jacob is not happy. No, he's not. One star. <laughs> Subject heading of the comment. <laughs> Where's the veins? <laughs> <laughs> where's the veins where's no no apostrophe right and then Jacob writes not veiny enough period returned <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> not veiny enough 
And uh, this, this, I don't know, man. I've seen, I've seen what these are, and I don't see how you come away from these thinking they're not vain enough. <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe, maybe the image is deceiving. <laughs> Jacob must have a freestanding circulatory system in his nuts <laughs> to not to think these aren't vain enough. Is there an option? <laughs> Where's the veins? <laughs> now, so, um, <laughs> so Dane, uh, these, the, the ones you showed me, the, yes, the, the veins. Where are they? <laughs> the physical construction is, it's part of the molding. These are molded veins. This is not an image of veins, right? This is a word of American craftsmanship. <laughs> so, like, for example, when you were buying, uh, when you were buying a solid hardwood floor or engineered hardwood, you are dealing with real wood. In the former case, of course, it's solid wood. In the latter case, it is a veneer of, of real wood yes. with plywood in between. But if you get to laminate flooring, right, then okay. you essentially just have a photograph of, of wood. Pretty much, um, <clears throat> I wonder well, – I mean what we have here, this is the, this is the engineered hardwood <laughs> of truck nuts. I wonder, however, if there's a product that one can make if you could somehow take a photo of your own testicles, uh, send them in to a central location, you know, much like you would like a picture of yourself and your siblings at, uh, near the Christmas tree for, you know, to be emblazoned onto a mug. If you can send your own testicles. Googling customized truck nuts. <laughs> Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> well, there's a YouTube of world's largest truck nuts. <laughs> now, is that a channel or just a single video? Huffington Post dispatch about truck nuts and no-no in South Carolina. Oh, no-no. <laughs> The bitter battle between two men who both say they invented truck nuts. <laughs> I think it would be more appropriate if there were people who there were people attempting to disprove that they had invented <laughs> truck nuts. <laughs> had nothing to do with it. <laughs> I didn't do that. Hi there. Uh, Glad you could make it. I'm David, and I want to welcome you to the home of America's favorite online novelty testicles, <laughs> YourNuts.com. <laughs> Join my friends as we share with you some of the coolest accessories for your truck, your car, your bike, your trike, or whatever. Click on the links and learn all about them. I can't wait for you to meet your new friends. People like Ed and Aiden. There's the trade show and Sergeant Savvy. There's Sparkle and CZ. And believe me when I tell you, I can't wait till you get a chance to meet Jim. We're ready to start the fun, so go ahead and Grab a beverage, get settled, and prepare to have a great time at what is certainly one of the most entertaining websites on the internet, yournuts.com. Choose a link. Let's get started. Right this way. A little automatically launching video on that website. <laughs> Dane, that's gonna, that concludes this edition of It Bear. does. It does. Guys, it's been a pleasure to speak with you. Stick around for a moment, but. <laughs> uh, it's been a pleasure to speak with you, Dane. <laughs> Thank you. Dane, thank you. Thank you.
That has been... <laughs> that has been Dean Perry of CBSSports.com's Ion Baseball. I am Carson Sestouli. This has been Fangraphs Audio. <laughs>